Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about the greatest career mistake a programmer can make. So let's get into it. So this is a great question and I would say that the greatest career mistake that you can make as a programmer is to get complacent, too complacent. It's fine to be a little bit complacent. I mean, everybody gets a little bit complacent even yours truly, but getting too complacent is the worst thing that you can do for your career. So one of the fastest ways for you to find yourself in a situation where you have almost no market value in the technical industry is to become a manager, uh, be really good of course, hopefully, well, you don't have to be good, like you just have to be very good at the whole, okay, I adopt like the principles of being a manager, and I'm just gonna stick with this company, right? And then you build up an experience that is pretty much tailored to one specific organization. I've seen this quite a few times, and it's not just in software development. So you basically let all your previous skills rot, and you basically only know how to make spreadsheets in Excel and PowerPoint presentations. And that's great in the beginning of things when you're young and hungry and so forth. And then when you finally get to a point where you really don't care anymore, you're basically just getting paid to do the same thing over and over, you get fired from that mid-level position that you have, the mid-middle ma mid management position. And then you realize that shit, nobody wants to hire me anymore because I actually was just promoted from software developer to an, in like a mid-level manager within my company and I didn't actually take the time to really get good at that job either because you know some people actually go, go to school to get really good at this sort of thing and they're young and hungry they're younger they're hungrier they know the other industries that the position your positions are open for much better than you do and all of a sudden you figure out that shit I mean it's even tough to just get another programming job because it's kind of weird when you're middle-aged and you can't ba you can barely code because as of, of a thing I've said in the in the past usually the thing that makes people feel that this is a good programmer this is a bad program is how skilled are you in relationship to how long you've been in the industry so if you've been coding or if you're on your CV you state that you're the best programmer ever right and you've been working for 10 something years or something at least, maybe more than that, and you have issues just working with the, no, the tools of today, there's gonna be a mismatch in expectation. And mismatches in expectations almost always, unless it's like you're just that good, it's always in a negative thing. Ex matching expectations is usually the best thing. Just maybe being just slightly above, that's also very nice. So, that is definitely the worst thing that you can do, um, just in general. And then you don't kid yourself, at some point you will start to slow down your own adoption of tooling and skills and so forth and so forth and be a little bit complacent because life is m more than just code. I know it's freaky, I, w I was very shocked when I figured that out as well. But it is actually absolutely true, it will happen. And... So basically my entire thing here is going to be to say don't do that. Know what you're getting yourself into. Software development is, although there are many perks to being a software developer, one being that you're in high demand, I will, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the popularity of this industry will die to 
like it will go down to a crawl. If we ever invented some magical system or solution that just took care of all the business problems that we have of to have today, and then the only people who would be insane enough to go through all the things that software developers go through would be the diehard fanatics, the people who are really, really passionate, just that now there's no demand. But now, these days, the demand is high, so of course everybody who knows how to use a keyboard wants to be a programmer, even though, you know, I mean, there are easier ways to, to make money. Because the thing is that this is one of those industries where you mean, guys, this is not something where you have to actively work at it to, to stay, stay on top of things. You have to actively be engaged. And it is the sort of thing that it's basically life, in, in many ways, it's lifelong learning. And now, of course, I know that there's nobody out there who's going to claim that, oh, no, my job doesn't require lifelong learning because everybody has a sense of self-value, right? Nobody wants to admit that. But I will argue that the requirements for you to stay good at programming will be different from the requirements to stay good at other professions where it's not a process of almost daily daily learning and fairly fairly complicated problem solving and stuff of that nature. This is of course true for other professions as well, but there is a difference in the requirements, right? Because there are people who go every day to work without needing to read up on tons of documentation or figure all these new concepts out and basically learn something every single day, right? But that is the life, that is the job, that is exactly what you are signing up for when you are becoming a software developer. Just as if you're going to be um, a policeman, that you sign off, you sign up for being in being your situations. If you're going to be a doctor, you sign up on losing your social life in favor of a pager. If if the medical shows are actually telling me the truth, these sorts of things are that it comes with the territory, guys. And for programmers, learning what's relevant and knowing different techniques and knowing what's going on, that's part of the life. And uh, if you don't accept that, if you don't embrace that, then that is the worst thing that you can do for your career. And it doesn't matter if you're a manager for first. Having, a, because you're an expert, you're supposed to be an expert. And even if you are a manager, you are going to lose that veil of expertise that people have put around you if you can't speak the lingo. I mean, imagine how you, you, that you might, um, I haven't seen this happen more than once or twice in my career so far, but I've seen juniors come in and, been, be, and they have been able, because of their knowledge of certain tooling, certain concepts, to make a senior manager, someone who's been doing this for years and years, look a little bit stupid or a little bit uninformed by just having a conversation in front of people. And maybe that doesn't matter to them, but it does definitely matter to everybody around them. It is the sort of thing that I'm talking about. If you get to a point where people start feeling like you're this old fart who doesn't know anything about the industry or anything like that, I mean, the managers that are going to hire you for your next job are going to notice this sort of thing. So it's not just about acquiring years in, 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 uh, in programming. It is definitely about keeping a acceptable level on your technical skills, even if you don't always spend most of your time coding. Even if you're a manager and you do like 80, 20, or maybe sometimes 100, you are expected to be an expert within IT. And that is something that's going to shine through if you're, you actually are an expert, but it's also going to show if you are behind the times. 
So what I want you to take away from this is that the easiest way for you to rot your career the absolute worst career move you can make is not to become a manager because this is not about going from coding to something greater or something more if you will it is about understanding where your value comes from your value comes from your ability to solve technical problems that is your value that is where, where people are paying you so that has to do with coding it has to do with architecture it has to do with stakeholder management it has to do with all these things that makes a IT company a success or an IT project a success these things doesn't matter if you're at the top managing every single person in the company or if you're in the bottom there is always a requirement for you to have some technical skills those skills are what's giving you and giving you value have a great day